Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works, by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. You've just heard the most awesome portion of the Bible. Father God, Lord, Jesus, we welcome You into this time. We give You this time. Jesus, thank You for everything. Thank You for saving us. Thank You for coming to the earth as, as a man dying for us, rising from the dead. Thank You for all You're doing today. Holy Spirit, we welcome You into this time and acknowledge that You are God. Amen. I pray for those listening, Lord, that You'll reveal Your glory to them and give them their daily portion of You that You have for them. And Lord, send out labors into the harvest. Continue to anoint ministries around the world. And, and we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and of Israel. In the wonderful name of Jesus. The portion that at the beginning, the portion of Scripture at the beginning of this message, a, a writer, a Christian writer once wrote that that's the, the most awesome portion of the Bible. And it's really beyond words. In this short, okay, this is Wonder in Reality. My name's Jim. In this short message, I want to present the most wonderful news for the human race. The greatest news for every person in the world, but also it's the most the most serious and potentially tragic. How can it be all of that? Because our most holy faith is everything. When we find Jesus, He offers to be our everything. Amen. He even offers the Lord God Almighty, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit offers to fellowship with every person in the world. Humans were born to fellowship with Him and the divine destination of every believer in Jesus Christ, everyone whose in the name is in the book of life, is they will fellowship with Him, the Lord God Almighty, forever. Amen. He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe. And humans were created to know Him and to fellowship with Him. That's the first most wonderful, greatest news. And everything within knowing Him is that same thing. Number, number two, here's another example. We see from this portion in Revelation, it's Revelation verses 11 through 15. 
that the the only true God, so awesome, so incredible, that no man can look upon his face and live. And it says here in this verse 11, this just in, it's beyond words. Heaven and earth, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. So we, he could not himself have a relationship with man, so he sent Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is the literal. Uh, the Son of God and the Lord God Almighty and infinitely more. He's, he's the revelation of God. He's the image of the invisible God. If anyone wants to know well, what is God like, just look right at Jesus Christ. So when we have Jesus Christ, Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. It's guaranteed victory. It's guaranteed uh Ultimately, fellowship. Even those who, do you realize, even many believers in the world don't even know that that's what they were born to do. Most people in the world actually probably don't know that they were born to fellowship with Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of the Father God Almighty. Amen. And now think of the irony of that. That that's what humans were born to do and most people don't really know that and don't, of course, they don't accept it. Most people are not saved. So that's that's a reality. I've been, well, so this is the most wonderful, greatest news for human beings no matter what someone has done no matter who they are or where they are or what they have done all they have to do is humble themselves before him and and they don't even have to hear the name of Jesus Christ if they just say god i want to know you i don't understand i ask you to come into my heart and life and I give you my life, they're saved. And if they continue on with Him, if they continue on with Him, on the earth, there's, they have the potential of knowing Jesus Christ that, and the, He's the Good Shepherd and the, the Bread of Life. He's the Light of the World. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the Lord God Almighty. He's so the the savior the the wonderful merciful savior they have the opportunity to fellowship with him on the earth but if they don't receive that that's okay if they just stay with him they'll fellowship with him forever in heaven and he's and heaven is filled with the presence of Jesus Christ but there is the other side this portion from Revelation chapter 20 reveals fully the other side. And, and so it's the most serious and potentially for a person the most tragic news. 
information, news. Because if, right here, let's just read it. Verse 15, anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Uh, okay, I want to give an overview of some recent messages. The, a, a theme that I've been emphasizing is how we as humans miss it. Okay, we all do. In fact, everyone except Jesus Christ. Let me give a short review. Number one, every person falls short of the glory of God except Jesus Christ. Number two, the enemy deceives the whole world. And that's related to number one. Number three, and this is a harsh reality, most people are not saved and will, will not get saved. And they'll miss heaven. That's an absolute tragedy. Jesus revealed that. Clearly, He said, enter by the narrow gate. Wide is the gate. Broad is the road that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. But how narrow is the gate? Constricted is the way that leads to life. Jesus is, is of course, the answer. So that's number three. Number four. Believers, of course, we fall short of the glory of God. We're deceived to a certain extent. But most believers stay in the born-again phase. There's another example of how we miss it. And I could say more about that. I don't want to focus on the negatives. I'm, I, but I want to, these are obviously these are very challenging things. But I, I want to emphasize this overall point that there's the other side of how we we miss it. And and if anyone misses Jesus, does not receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, if their name is not in the book of life. It's the most tragic, serious consequence known to mankind. Because it's just, we, it's, it's, we as humans almost don't even want to think about it. But it's clear. It's clearly in the Bible in numerous places. And it's right here in, in the most awesome portion of the Bible. It's in that portion too. Verse 15. Revelation 20, verse 15. Okay. I want to add to the list. Here's another way that we miss it. Is that, as mentioned earlier, most people don't really know that we were born to fellowship with, with Jesus Christ. And that He's the most wonderful, beautiful person. Treasure hidden in a field. The gift of God. He's the, he's the Lord God Almighty. So wonderful, so glorious, um, beautiful beyond description. Everyone who has been to heaven, everyone, many, some people have seen Jesus Christ. He has come to visit them. Okay. Many people, likely that we haven't haven't heard of, but some have written books about it. He's just so beautiful and wonderful. You just fall; they fall on their face and 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 weep at His presence and His glory. In fact, a great man of God says when we really know the Holy Spirit, tears become our language and just we're just because He's so wonderful and beautiful and merciful, gracious, giving, patient, 
abounding in goodness. Look at the, we just look at Jesus Christ's life. Amen. And all the things He did. And He's doing those things today. Okay, another way related to the, the one I just mentioned about how we miss it is that we as minister, as people in ministry, often we don't emphasize it enough that we were born to fellowship with Him. And we don't, you know, that's why I've been really emphasizing that. We need to hear it again and again. But to, I want to just mention, okay, as, as you know, I don't want to promote anything about me. I often don't even give my name. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, in an, I'm an evangelist. I'm in the USA. But I did have a vision of hell. Okay, and I saw hell. I don't want to focus on that. Uh, on hell, as I've mentioned, I want these messages to be 98% positive and super positive because that's the gospel. But it's a privilege to proclaim this, and I, I really have to. For a, quite a while, a long time, I, I did not tell anyone about that. I, I mentioned it to a few people, um, but I didn't tell them everything, and I'm not telling you everything that I saw. But hell is a real place. And, and I was thinking earlier today, well, the thought, the, just the thought of being lost in hell forever, I, it's just, it's, it's unimaginable, it's beyond our human comprehension, it's unimaginable, it's because that's the one thing for a human being well, there's two things human beings can never get out of. One is heaven. When someone makes it to heaven, they're in the glory of God forever. Amen. Even if they just barely make it to heaven, they'll be in the same glory of God that all of the great patriarchs of the faith are. Because God is so merciful and giving, bountiful, and isn't that awesome? And But... but in hell there's no way out for all eternity for all eternity here's a, 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 a kind of something about this you know we as humans get into um, challenges some we some we sometimes call them problems predicaments dilemmas okay we can usually get out of them right whether it's something big or small, if we're not feeling well, we can do something to get out of that. If we're in a bad marriage, people can get divorced. If they're, if we have, you know, there's many, many examples. But there's, so here's at least a, a general conclusion. There's two places, two situations that humans can never get out of even for all eternity. Heaven and hell. They can never get out. People in hell, we, we, we must realize, again, I refer people to the book A Divine Revelation of Hell by Mary Baxter 
Also, 23 Minutes in Hell by Bill Weiss, and there's many other books. Our ministry has done a book, Hell, 13 Testimonies from a Real Place. It's free on our website, wonderreality.org. Those are the best summaries of hell, especially Mary Baxter's book. And it's actually the most detailed description of hell. Jesus told her, I'm going to show you hell in more detail than it's ever been shown, revealed. And we must remember, because humans are made in God's image and likeness, our uh, we're three parts, right? Spirit, soul, body. Unbelievers, souls, and bodies are eternal. They are, because if they do not receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, their spirit person does not become alive. And so they, when they physically die on the earth, they go to eternal death. They miss heaven. Um, but their, bo- their souls and bodies are eternal. And in hell, everything is... Um, on a higher level spiritually well their their first their bodies their five senses are stronger in hell much stronger and their soul also their mind will emotions their mind is um they remember everything on the earth that happened on the earth they remember people that they know that might still be on the earth. That's why in the famous story, um, the rich man and Lazarus, the rich man was in hell and said, please go tell my brothers about this place. Um, But Jesus revealed that to Mary Baxter also. People remember their life on the earth. They have full memories. Okay? Their souls are eternal and... um, they have emotions. They cry. They, they, they're in the war. It's just they're in such agony and pain. It's just beyond comprehension. Remember, on the earth, we we don't want to get near a fire, right? If and we don't want to touch it. If we do, it burns us. It's awful. One time, I was at a bonfire, and one spark came off and landed on someone's skin, and it was very painful for that person. Well, in hell, they are in... I mean, let's just skip to the end case. They're in the lake of fire. They will be in a lake of fire submerged in fire and brimstone for eternity. And they feel and know that... I mean, think of how awful that would be on the earth. Well, their senses are much stronger. This is... uh, You know, I really... Let me take a time out. In the last month or so, six weeks of this podcast, it's been 98% positive. You know, I have not, I maybe have spoken about hell just a few places here and there. But today I just, I had this urging to, to present this. But I wanted to balance it with the most wonderful news in, in the universe for human beings. So wonderful, so glorious. Jesus offers an eternal celebration. He offers, God Almighty has offered Himself fully 
to every person. Even more than offered Himself, the Lord God Almighty is knocking on the door of every person's heart, including believers, of course, but but unbelievers. And He's um, He offers this this glorious. Um, we call it the new life in Jesus Christ. It's what humans were created to do. Every good and perfect gift comes from Him. God, anything good that someone can think of, God created it, thought of it, created it, and gives it to every person. I mean, that, I know that sounds, but I mean, everything good, everything perfect. Amen. Um. But, but what's, what probably prompted this is these last few messages about how we as humans miss it and that you know most people not saved and we see... Well, let me just refer to Reinhard Bonnke's words. He spoke about how in one particular message, I remember he was very, very strong in, in um, calling out people who were you know, uh, who were not, who were in self-will, basically, and who present all these objections to God. And, and he said, self-will is the ultimate sin. And we see that in the world. We see, and, and even the famous proverb, verse in Proverbs, there's a way that seems right to a man, and in the end, it's the way of death. That's one of the translations. It's and 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 that's really probably one of the most important things. Let's look at Jesus' words when he said, He who humbles himself will be exalted. He who exalts himself will be humbled. So we know a keys are repent, have a broken and contrite spirit humble ourselves before God, which is total common sense. I mean, any, you know, and now yes, we need on earth to be confident and not be, um, but it's that, you know, pride, another famous verse in Proverbs, pride comes before the fall. We don't like to hear that. I heard someone say that, but it's really true. And that's what separates almost people who get saved and who don't. Self-will, pride, you know, thinking, oh, and Reinhard Bonnke said this, when people say, I can manage alone, I don't need God, that's the sin. That's what he said. He, and he's the, a great patriarch of the faith. Seven, uh, as many as 79 million people saved through his ministry. He was called as a young boy and he uh, he's a he's a great example okay and that's he's got a great point there that's the separating thing that and and okay and now here let me finish with this it's appointed unto famous verse it's appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment so that's why I'm emphasizing it. It's like eternity. 
permanent. Like, and so if you don't know Jesus Christ, receive Him as your Lord and Savior. If you've been away from Him, come back to Him. It's the greatest, the greatest miracle for a human being is salvation. That's the greatest miracle. And as, as uh, in the, well, yesterday I read Jesus' words from John 14. You know, He said, believe me that I'm in the Father and the Father in me. Okay. This is John 14, 11. Jesus said, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Now, we, of course, should, should never add to Jesus' words. I mean, His words are spirit and life and truth and, and they're eternal. Amen. I think one aspect of, of like today, we, we might say to someone, you know, you were born to fellowship with Jesus Christ. There's four phases of knowing God. Fellowship with Him is in the fourth phase. The first phase is the born again. Okay, if, if you don't get into the fourth phase or the third phase, at least get born, born again. I mean, at least receive Jesus. At least do that. I mean, that's the greatest thing a human being could ever do. You don't have to go into the second phase, which is being born of the Holy Spirit. You don't have to go into the third phase which is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Glorious things that are just so... They're beyond words. But at least, if you don't do those things, at least get born again. At least receive Jesus. Your eternal destiny depends on it. You know, believe that that Jesus is in the Father and the Father is in Him. In fact, believe that Jesus is the Lord God Almighty but if, if you don't believe because of those, th- those things, at least believe because of the works that He did and the wonderful, at least do that. At least, you know, well, thank you for listening. I know this has been a, a, a challenging message. Our ministry is here for you. We're, we very grateful for listeners of this podcast very grateful for people who are visiting our websites we now have 34 websites approximately grateful for those who um, follow read our books and um, we need your prayers and we need financial support email us at hello at wonderreality.org And, and please visit our main site, wonderreality.org, which has most of our websites are listed on the home page. And blessings and thanks for listening.